Seriously, though, as gloomy and slushy as it is out there right now, I may stay in the studio until Boxing Day. Try to stop me. And then it proceeded to snow for the next four days. Hi, my name is Diana Wild, and once upon a time, I used to be on the radio. And now upon a time, I'm on a podcast because, quite frankly, it's too cold to go anyplace else. (laughs) Broadcasting live from somewhere underneath Happy Cat Ranch. It's about 70 in here and about minus 70 out there. Happy holidays, honey. Merry Christmas. Is it cold enough for you? And that's it. That's as far as we got. That's as far as the great Christmas show of 2022 was allowed to progress because, my friend... Like maybe 10 to 15 million other American households this season, our Christmas just fell apart. I'm going to tell you the whole story, or as much of it. Don't worry, nobody's in the hospital, nobody's in jail, everybody's alive and well. But things didn't go the way I thought they were going to go. And it occurred to me that it may have been rough at your house also. Because as much as I want to make this a happy, happy, joy, joy podcast about how funny and ridiculous and absurd everything is, the truth is, sometimes your holidays just fall apart. So, settle back. It's the New Year weekend. I promised I'd do this in December. I promised I'd have this for you for New Year's. So, I don't know if you're taking down the tree or listening to something because somebody else has football on in the other room and maybe you're not a fan, whatever it is, (sighs) let's just relax and enjoy some delightful coffee. And I will tell you the story of how Mama Cat went to Washington and then some other stuff happened. Okay, so about two weeks before Christmas, I was in a pretty good mood, mood, mood. Uh, that's time travel. Didn't you get it? Mood. It was echoing. Yeah, see, all the jokes are falling like this right now, right? Welcome to Granny Has a Podcast, Season 1, Episode 6. Granny goes to Washington, and then some other stuff happened. <laughs> My name is Diana Wild, and I'm not your grandpa's coastal grandma. See? Right up until then, I'm sounding pretty good. Pretty up. Pretty happy. (sighs) Sometimes the holidays just bite you in the butt, don't they, kiddo? Time travel, time travel, time travel, time travel. Happy holidays. We say Merry Christmas at my house. Whatever you're doing at your house, have a happy one. Okay, no, I'm not going to give you a getting through the holidays guide. There are podcasts doing that already. And I'm not going to give you a, these are the most wonderful presents to make or to buy. Because there's plenty of podcasts doing that that way. I'm just going to say, if your feet hurt, and if you're old enough to remember having a favorite one of the monkeys, and if you're praying for Mickey Dolan's day in, day out, you may just be old enough for Granny has a podcast. (laughs) Well, it's true. I went to Washington, D.C., and I'm very, very sorry I didn't put up an episode for you in November because I had plenty to be thankful for. I went to the Mid-Atlantic VoiceOver Conference and met all these really wonderful, delicious people and got all these wonderful, delicious experiences under my belt. I learned things, I did things, and most importantly, and this may not make sense to you or you may really feel it, 
when I went downstairs to the main event, you know, out of my hotel room and into the elevator, and then you have to go actually face strangers, which... Are you like me? Are you much happier if the strangers are like out in the audience and you've got a script somebody wrote years ago? That, yeah, I know. Human beings face-to-face, terrifying. After the pandemic, surreal. I made up my mind every time I left my hotel room and went downstairs, whether it was to get a bite to eat or engage in the infamous networking or sign in and get my badge or whatever, that I was going to be friendly and approachable because as I thought it out in advance, I realized everybody's probably just as scared to network as I am. Oh, and I realized further as I reached out. They were also every bit as eager for the real live human contact as I was. Yeah, that's the thing. We're all really eager for some sense of normalcy. We've been through a moment in history. So yeah, I basically decided to face my complete and total fear of other humans by being the person to initiate and say hi to somebody else who looked shy or unsure or unready to speak. Because remember, this is the second voiceover conference I've ever been to. And the first one I went to, I pretty much missed half of it due to food poisoning and um, will probably be remembered there as food poisoning girl or not at all. (laughs) Either fate. Horrible. Not remembered at all, jeez! <laughs> Once again, folks, these are the jokes, folks. So it was magnificent, and I just love to travel. I'm in that funky, weird zone where I don't want to put up more of a carbon footprint than is strictly necessary, and yet at the same time, I wouldn't call it revenge travel, but I definitely have some post-pandemic needs to move around that I am freely acknowledging. Oh my gosh, it was so great. I had me some COVID back in October. It was just terrifying. It was, uh, well, it ruined Halloween. And it was up until like a couple of days before leaving for Mavo that I'm testing myself regularly and going, please, please, I just need two negatives in a row, please. And it wasn't as bad as the first time I had COVID back at the very beginning when they weren't testing testing people in my demographic and nobody knew what the strange kind of flu was. And then later it turned out that all of my symptoms absolutely comported to COVID. So whatever it was back then in uh, the winter of 2019 into 2020, it was what I had uh, this time. I went into a pharmacy to get my multivalent booster and the pharmacy was like Looney Tunes out of control. So I walked away and managed to pick up COVID. So I lost a lot of time and energy and, you know, frankly, fear to having COVID. Then I got to Washington and it was like, oh my gosh, adrenaline, life, life itself. Everybody was so cool and I had such an amazing time. And I got to tell you, I echo what I heard another voiceover actor say the other day in their podcast. This guy is a leader in the field. His name is Paul Schmidt, and I met him at Mavo, and he was saying that things about the kinds of energy he takes away from the voiceover conferences. And I'll be honest, the two voiceover assemblies I've been to have been so positive and uplifting and team spirit and non-complainy. And we need that, man. That is like food. There is like one I wish I could be at right this minute starting in Los Angeles this weekend. The Society of Voice Arts and Sciences, they're having a huge thing. That's voiceover in Los Angeles. It's starting like people are flying in today and I'm so... Time, 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 time.
This is like two and a half weeks ago, okay? The Sovas, that's voiceover. Two and a half time weeks travel, ago. Time travel, time travel, time travel. Time I know, time it's travel, New Year's time. Eve. It's New Year's Starting Eve. Like people are flying in today, and I'm so jealous because there's really neat people getting together. And to me, I know that what I needed was the nourishment of human spirit and human interaction. And there is a prayer-like quality to so many awesome, positive people getting together to lift each other up. I'm down for the lifting up. Get up by getting down. Get down and lift up. So that was an awesome experience, and I came home from it sliding into Thanksgiving like, oh my God, here comes a really bad cold that put me off my feet for a couple of weeks. So it's been a heck of a year. And I wanted to wear the hatitude of gratitude for you more often and tell you the many, many things that I'm grateful for around Thanksgiving. So you go ahead and do whatever that is you're doing for the Christmas right now. If you're wrapping something or, you know, if you're making a non-Christmassy but holiday traditional time sweet travel, time, travel, time travel, time travel, time travel, Yeah, I know. Um, flashbacks are the hardest to follow. But isn't it interesting? I mean, wasn't I going into Christmas with a super duper attitude? Yeah, I know. I know. It's New Year's. Put your feet up. Whatever you're doing, just listen to this. Remember when I first started, I told you that one of the segments would be tiny little victories because sometimes things really do go right? I know. So here are some of mine. Okay, I helped to talk my one girlfriend and my husband both into getting their root canals. Uh, now that may sound really weird, and I am not a shill for the dental insurance industry, nor do I work in the dentist uh, area. I just felt really strongly that both of these people that I love, who were considering just having a tooth pulled, really needed to have the root canal and save the tooth, and all concerns would be better addressed this way, and they both did it. And I'm especially proud of Husband Cat because he's a singer and a guitar player, and I don't want him just getting random tooth pulled and maybe affecting the way he sings. Oh my gosh, he's having a wonderful time and people are loving him. Why would we mess with that? So I'm very proud of that. I helped give friends courage to face something they weren't ready for, you know, and that's neat. And, okay, this was really cool. I was on the way to an appointment and it was just that kind of thing that if I don't have to slow down at all, I'm gonna make it because it was when I was having trouble with my knee and I was kind of like having to wear a knee brace and occasionally use a cane to walk while I was getting past that. Guy comes out of the building to take a cigarette break. Sweetie pie cutie holds the door, very chivalrous, makes a funny thing out of it as he's getting out his cigarette and I didn't even ask to bum one. Wasn't even tempted. It's been since November 17th of last year. That's right, I've made it a year. Oh, that's a tiny little victory. It's been over a year since I smoked a cigarette. Hello, yay. Words of praise, days of happiness. Oh, also, I was brave during a pedicure when they had to fix an ingrown toenail for me. So I want lots of treats for that, lollipops and balloons and things of that nature. Except balloons are rotten for the environment, so skip the uh, balloons. Oh, oh, I didn't run out of cat food. I thought I had messed up my chewy order and, and had run out of Domino's uh, soft food. And you know, that poor little old lady, she's only got four teeth left. You know Domino's a kitty cat, right? Okay, good. Yeah, I was afraid I ran out of her food and I went to the closet and there was, in fact, another little box of the tiny little cans of Miss Domino's cat food. Hey, that is a big deal. And if you love or own a cat or are owned by a loving cat, then you know what a big deal that is. Um, what else did we do? Oh, 
boobs and MRI. Okay, you guys, I'm so proud of me and I want to I want you to know this. Not only was I brave about going for my MRI, I was too scared in the first one. I had to go back and I said, you know what, give me Valium and husband cat will treat me gently, get me in and out of there and I will be as brave as I can, you know, if you give me Valium. So there's something we learned about me. But even more importantly, I went for uh, boobs. That's correct. I had my breast exam and everything's wonderful and I am grateful for this. I'm just saying, girl, if you're afraid, please just go get them checked. Just go get them checked. And if you hadn't have them checked for a while, then please just go and make an appointment. I did. Um, lots of my girlfriends did. I'm not going to name names, but mammogram. I got my mammogram. <laughs> yes, I was scared. Yes, ma'am. You know, that's how I am. And yet, my mammogram, it made me feel just grand. You know, it wasn't hell. Go get your mammogram. You need a mammogram. I'll even hold your hand if you'll go get your mammogram Cause they can look right through ya, see right through ya And help you stay real well Let's all take care of our breasts, okay? Alright, good, love that about you Okay, this is a big one. Are you sitting down? Because it's winter and we don't think about the garden in winter, but no more blossom and rot. Now, what does that mean coming hot on the heels of medical talk? Oh my God, she's talking about tomatoes for heaven's sakes. Arr, delicious tomatoes, matey. So my obsession with gardening began several summers ago when I had a long season of summer stock plant. I was going to be out of town on some sit-down rolls here and there all over the country, and I decided if I planted like maybe a tomato, a pepper, perhaps a parsley, I don't even remember, but it was like three things like that, you know, like just a few little plants out on the deck so that husband cat could water them and think of me when I'm gone and have a little bit of me that I don't know, I'm sentimental and whatnot. Theater people, what are you going to do, right? Okay, so that grew season by season till we get locked down and I somehow managed to very slowly sand and strip and refinish the entire deck and I have turned into this container garden obsessive freak. But the thing is blossom and rot. Nothing to do with my umbialic. Nothing to do with blossom. If you don't grow tomatoes, you don't know the heartbreak that is blossom and rot. The end of your tomato, right? You have two ends of your tomato. Did you know that? How often do you think about the end of your tomato? I know. There's the stem end. That's the end where the stem is. Then there's the blossom end. That's the end the blossom withers and drops off of as the tomato grows and ripens. And for years, I could not turn out tomatoes without those ugly brown bruises at the bottom. It's a calcium thing, and it's also how you prepare your tomato container garden for when bad storms are coming and so forth. And there's a lot to it. But I basically only had like three or four tomatoes all summer long with any blossom and rot at all. And husband cat and I did eat many tomatoes. So those are some tiny little victories, and we'll have more in the future. But I encourage you, please, share your tiny little victories. I would love to hear about it. Granny has a podcast at gmail.com. 
tiny little victories like we're going into the holiday season and husband Kat and I are doing something we have never done before. <laughs> We've actually planned a trip for ourselves someplace quiet that we have wanted to go. And time travel, time travel, time travel. Wowie Kazowie, my friend, that's as far as it went because this year, in the holiday stresses leading up to the holidays as holiday time goes, husband Cat and I had a little difference of opinion. No, that's a lie. Husband Cat and I realized that some of the marital stresses were really getting to us. We were snippy. We were beyond snippy. We had been having a fight every week to 10 days for the past year, and we needed to get away and figure things out. And a lot of it goes back to childhood trauma. Yeah, boy. There I laid some fun on you for a New Year's Eve, didn't I? Yeah, don't worry, we're getting the therapy we need. No, nobody hurt anybody. Yes, unpleasant things were said. What I did was, I decided to follow the advice of Patricia Wedig in City Slickers, the wonderful Billy Crystal comedy. Yeah, I know, lame, right? Happy New Year, here's some advice from a movie. Seriously, what I did was I sent that nice man away to the vacation spot I picked out all by himself. Yeah, I, I'm, we took a little bath on a little bit of the money, but you know what? It wasn't that much money, and it was worth it for both of us to have the time and the space and the privilege to sort things out. We had Christmas together, but it was a, an angry, wordy Christmas. So he took a few days and went away someplace nice, and I sat here someplace nice with my doggie and our kitty. And I thought about not telling you. And then I realized that by the commutative principle of Howard Stern, king of all media, and by the bylaws of the I used to be a rock and roll disc jockey on the radio association, I actually have to keep it, quote, real and, quote, raw and tell the truth. <laughs> You've seen love, actually, because at Christmas you tell the truth. Well, you know what? We're going to be okay, and I think it did him a lot of good, and we've learned a lot. And if you think you want to learn more about what we learn in our therapy path, that's fine. Send a request to grannyasapodcast at gmail.com, and maybe I will bring that up in future things future episodes and if you have opinions about our marriage keep them to yourself because i'll probably block your email if you say mean things no meanness allowed here so bravely bravely we faced the christmas this year we are now in our 15th year of marriage we celebrated our 14th anniversary in september and we've never had to spend time apart at the holidays before but this year it did us both some good, and it was probably the break we needed before we did, you know, damage that can't be solved to the best relationship either one of us has ever had. And I'm glad about it all. And I still am wearing the attitude of gratitude, because taking time to save your relationship, that's not a tiny little victory. That's a BFD. So Happy New Year, y'all. So as Mama Cat gets down her paper calendars 
and puts up the new ones that say 2023. Let me take it out of here with this lovely version of Mr. Cellophane I found on YouTube by the London Vocal Academy. You need a mammogram. I went and got my ma'am. Oh, I was scared, but damn, you need a mammogram to take care of yourself, my friend, and help you stay real well. Go get your mammogram. I'll even hold your hand. You need a mammogram to find out where you stand. So get your mammogram. Take care of yourself, ma'am. It'll make you feel real well. Go down and get you one. Take care of yourself next year. And I'll be back with more of Mama Cat and her very strange approach to life. And Granny has a podcast. <laughs>